From Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center in Vacaville, California. I knelt on the sidewalk and took a picture of the curb. A friend had recommended I take a photography class. And the first class dealt with color using thoughtful observation, knowing, noticing our flash of perception. Future classes focus on pattern, texture, light. The approach incorporates contemplation. The idea is to avoid photographing objects themselves. It's not documentary photography. In a weekend with intermittent rain, I first chose to take photos around the house and in the yard. And I was drawn to the deep golden orange of a mica lamp. And I snapped a picture. Another day, I stopped in our small town and I noticed color in places I'd not spotted before. Side of a two-toned green building, a blue lamp outside the antique store, and the yellow and red curve. I felt concerned about people watching me. I struggled with the right angle and whether the light was right. And then I realized I was thinking about it instead of contemplating, instead of living into the experience. And most of my images are close-ups. Most of them contain some element or energy that I didn't realize fully. As suggested, I'm now seeing the world in a new way. I do want to be more aware. Don't you? Most of us enter adulthood with a cluster of perceptions, including inaccurate thoughts and beliefs about the world and about our own shortcomings. But at any time, we can ask ourselves, how do I embrace my own growth? In, a, in transformational work, we adopt new attitudes as we link with the creative consciousness that is everywhere present. And we'll explore some related aspects to renewing our mind. Freedom, self-awareness, and contemplation. Let us affirm this morning, I am renewed in mind and body. I am free to create my experience of life. I am renewed in mind and body. I am free to create my experience of life. Neighbors on Wabash Avenue watched as a distressed woman transformed. Her husband, Charles, had advised they move to Kansas City to get in on the real estate boom. Myrtle Fillmore struggled with illness, managing a household with two young boys. As a mother, she benefited from the assistance of her mother-in-law. She also kept a cabinet full of elixirs to help. 
Bertle described, I was very sick. I had all the ills of mind and body that I could bear. And medicines and doctors ceased to give me relief, and I was in despair. In 1886, friends urged her to attend an evening event by visiting lecturer Eugene B. Weeks, and she and Charles went. She left that talk inspired with a stronger faith in God and a new way to pray. And she set aside the idea that she was destined to be sick. She developed her own spiritual practices, spending more time in prayer and meditation with the divine force. And she recalled, it flashed upon me that I might talk to the life in every part of my body and have it do just what I wanted. And I began to teach my body and got marvelous results. I went to the life centers in my body, spoke words of truth to them. Words of strength and power. By 1888, Myrtle's renewal was apparent. Neighbors noticed the delightful change and asked her for help. As her recognition spread, her friends started praying too. This is the origin story of unity, told so many times in so many different ways. From Despair and ill health, Myrtle claims a new vision of wholeness, and her outlook is restored. Her husband, Charles, started as a skeptic, doubting that her healing would even last. He questioned the links between religion and science. He experimented with meditation and observed his dreams. And finally, he joined her as they invited their neighbors to join in affirmative prayer. You see, the Fillmore's demonstrated their spiritual freedom with no connection to a church organization. They vigorously explored spirituality. In April 1889, the couple gave birth to a magazine named Modern Thought. And in July of that year, 44-year-old Myrtle gave birth to her son, John Royal. The next year, they invited the public to join in prayer with the Society for Silent Health. And in 1891, they named their cause Unity. You know, Paul of Tarsus also experienced a dramatic transformation, very dramatic, from a persecutor to a promoter of the Christ believers, whom we call Christians. While he started many spiritual communities, Paul did not start the church in Rome. He never visited the church in Rome. And so his letter to that community in the city shared his own understanding of the gospel. It also introduced himself to the group maybe with the hope of one day visiting. In Romans 12, 2, we read, Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. And the call is not to match some physical or cultural expectation, but to 
express spiritual uh, mind amid our human lives. The idea is to refresh our minds. And it suggests beginning again, restoring or replenishing. It implies a return to a divine pattern, the one formed before you were born, and the one exemplified by Jesus, the Christ. You and I can always begin again. We can change our minds. And when we revive our minds, we live out the spiritual principle of freedom. Principles are fundamental or primary laws. We view principles as certainties, spiritual truths that do not change. And with a new consciousness, we may discern what is the highest will for our lives. And we're aware that our autonomy is a birthright of every individual. On some level, we're free to choose and create our experience of life. Of course, we also live interdependently with others so that we're also conscious of the freedom of others. Freedom without that balance is just egotism. It's why we stay in our lane on the road. It's why we take turns in line and offer help and prayer to others. We are interconnected and we can experience freedom. The pandemic compelled many of us to adapt and make choices. I know people who took this time to begin new projects or take up new hobbies. I know people who stayed home, friends who even moved to another country. I know others who struggled with boredom and depression. Maybe you, still feel stuck at times like nothing will change. I will be honest that I've experienced a variety of emotions during this year. I'd like to share another story about a dramatic change. Every Sunday, about 4,000 people gathered at Christ Universal Temple to be taught how to think instead of what to think. Reverend Johnny Coleman impacted millions of lives. But in 1952, her life looked dire. She returned home from the doctor and told her mother about a diagnosis. And though not particularly religious, she listened as her mother talked about divine wholeness and offered her a little magazine called Daily Word. Intrigued, Coleman went to Unity Village, Missouri to learn more, and teachers welcomed her to classes. But in the early 1950s, campus housing was only for white students. The Kansas City area as a whole remained largely segregated. African-American students stayed 12 miles away from the city. Coleman reached a breaking point in that first few days of classes. She threatened to quit if on-campus housing wasn't provided, and her classmates sided with her and threatened to leave as well. 
Pressured officials designated one cottage for black students to share. She had succeeded. And when she finished with classes as an ordained unity minister, she returned to Chicago and started Christ Universal Temple at her dining room table. It grew from 35 members into a mega ministry with more than 15 affiliated communities in North America and the Caribbean. You see, Coleman was self-aware. She recognized that unity concept, a universal concept, that she was a creation of the likeness of God, and she realized her wholeness and her determination despite the challenge of racism. She knew what she felt. She knew that what she could achieve, and in the 1950s, unity began to embrace the path of human rights and social justice. In the 1970s, Coleman created her own organization, and in time, Unity too matured. Today, Unity is known for its embrace of diversity. It is the intent of Unity organizations to be inclusive and non-discriminatory. Self-awareness is the practice of performing or doing something habitually or often, usually. Adopting a routine of self-awareness can help us explore our minds, transform, revive our true essence. It's when we're conscious of our motivations, internal dialogue and hidden beliefs, it's a willingness to observe and take responsibility for one's internal and external choices. We might say that self-awareness is the foundation of conscious choice. Robert Brummett, the author of Living Originally, suggests awareness, acceptance, trust, and appreciation are all attitudes that ripen us for transformation. This is especially so when we can continue to maintain these qualities of mind and heart during times of adversity. So whatever the situation, we're renewed when we utilize the mindsets of understanding, acknowledgement, hope, and gratitude. What do you and I do in moments of challenge? As Johnny Coleman did, we can open our minds and our hearts. Contemplation is a method of looking with continued attention, observing, or considering thoroughly. We also use the word to suggest something with purpose or intent. There's a Zen proverb that suggests, change how you see, see how you change. Other methods to self-awareness are practicing the silence or even speaking with a counselor. In contemplative photography, the goal is looking at and being aware of our own expectations. 
the goal's not the typical approach to photography. It's not concerned with composition or all the elements that typically come with photography. It's about releasing judgment and expectations. It's about restoring wonder, looking with new eyes at the world around us. And it's about using our intuition and opening our heart to the world. By using contemplation and the practice of self-awareness, we open to a renewal of the mind, and we welcome that principle of spiritual independence. This morning, I invite you again to affirm with me, I am renewed in mind and body. I am free to create my experience of life. I am renewed in mind and body. I am free to create my experience of life. So how can you change your condition? Do you make it a point to see the world in a fresh way? Remember, you are a sacred expression of the divine. Use the method of contemplation to lead you to self-awareness. And with that practice of awareness, you may renew your mind and experience true freedom. Begin with me. Resume what is yours to do. Restore or replenish the idea that you are made in the image of God. Aloha nui loa. Lots of love, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. Our services are every Sunday, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. You can support our podcast by making a donation at www.unityvacaville.org. Just